0: Live, Live on the Freak Radio Network Broadcasting from the Lucas Oil Studios Driven by General Tire And powered by 1-800-LOAN-MART Get cash fast when you need it It's Speed Freaks, Speed Freaks. Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined it five kitten Sergeant, Paging Doctor Douchebag,
1: Crash
2: Gladys, Get in Crash Position, and me. Don't overdrive the car. Here's the Freak, free.
1: Well, it's a Sunday night, in the Freak Nation. What are you drinking? Yeah, hopefully a lot of you guys are getting all set for a big old fat. Indy 500 coming up next weekend. I know that woman on the other side of the room there uh, with that microphone is going to get all figuratively fat and happy with some Indy 500 previews.
3: Already am. Right? Already am. After watching qualifying all weekend, yes, I'm ready. Let's get to Indy like now.
1: Yeah, man. Stat man, where are you going to be watching the Indy 500 next Sunday morning, Pacific time?
4: That depends on what the uh – that depends on what the Cavaliers do.
3: <laughs> well, I think we know that they're just going to sweep, so you don't have to worry about your Cavs right now.
4: Yeah, well, no. if they don't, if they don't win, you know, I'm more worried about the Cavaliers than I am about the Indy 500. <laughs> yeah,
1: Statman. Again, being a part of Cleveland sports over the last fifty plus years, there is <laughs> never a freaking given. <laughs> you can have LeBron James, Michael Jordan. Uh, Bill Russell and Wilt Chamberlain and Jerry West on the team. (laughs) They're wearing (laughs) the the Cleveland jersey, man. All right.
4: Wait uh, wait a minute. This is the greatest story. There was some kid. I was at a car rally this weekend and hosted some things, and a kid won a contest. So I asked him what his favorite NFL team was, and he thought for a minute and said the Cleveland Browns. And I (laughs) said – so to winning the contest, he got a T-shirt. So I said, you make sure you tell those people to give you a good T-shirt because, son, you're going to have a lot of misery in your life. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. oh, boy. Uh, people, it, was, it was in the middle of Ohio, and everybody knew what I was talking about, and they all laughed. And the kid just looked at me and looked at them like, why? Why?
1: <laughs> There wasn't even like a, like, like a collective sigh or anything of that nature when you
4: dropped there that out wasn't there? wasn't nothing. There, there wasn't nothing. People just laughed. And I said, look, I know. I was there when they won their last championship, and I've been there every year that I remember before and every year after. And I said, son, you're going to have a lot of misery in your life, so make sure you get a good T-shirt.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Speed Freaks on a Sunday night. The website, speedfreaks.tv, a big freaking show for you tonight ron caps will be in here for nhra funny car wins in a row ronald c caps from topeka kansas he's gonna be joining us sometime here in the freak nation scott dixon your pole sitter for the indy 500 your 101st running of the indy 500 he's gonna be joining us here in the freak nation and a guy named john close he's got a new book out that evidently crasher is just kicking some major league ass on amazon
3: debuted just this past monday on amazon and already it's the number one book in the automotive category and one of the all-time sellers in nascar unbelievable in one week
1: a thousand and one nascar facts john close your author will be joining us next hour here in the freak nation this is how you play ball with us at speed freaks on twitter we're there for you on facebook and again the website speedfreaks.tv Many things that we're going to hit tonight, specifically with NASCAR. You see some headlines. Kyle Busch considering driving full-time in the truck series to attempt the NASCAR championship trifecta for 2018. Also, the all-star race was last night, and so many things to hit on from that race, but one in particular that we seem to hit every week, but specifically with this one. You saw the stands, Freak Nation. You saw or the lack of asses in the stands, and given the race that we saw last night, a fairly boring race that we typically see on these mile and a half ovals a lot of discussion you heard jimmy johnson talk about it kyle larson talk about it about moving this all-star race away from charlotte you move it to sonoma you move it to las vegas you move it to phoenix somewhere other than every freaking time crasher stat man you got it in charlotte
3: every year except for one the very first year that nascar's all-star race was held it was in atlanta that was 1986 but yeah you're right it's been in their home it's Arguably, Charlotte is the NASCAR home. It's where most of the drivers live, and it's been there ever since. And I'm with Johnson. I'm with Larson. Move it. Move it around. That's what baseball does. It's what, well, yeah, the NFL does with the Pro Bowl. I mean, it's it's what basketball does. I, I love the idea. Sonoma, though, Ooh, that'd be awesome.
1: But, Statman, how about this? Your National Football League, they always have the Hall of Fame game in canton ohio you can say well that game doesn't mean anything in regards to the standings well neither does the, the the all-star race in charlotte
4: you know why it's never going to happen this is why it's never going to happen they are on the road like 40 weekends a year when they are there for the sprint the all-star race the coke 600 The race before and the race after that weekend, that means that they're basically home for a month. It's never going to move.
1: What do you think, Freak Nation? Hit us up on Twitter, at SpeedFreaks. That's at SpeedFreaks on Twitter. Uh, One serious note that I do want to touch on before we move forward with any of the NASCAR conversation in regards to the All-Star Race. Crasher, you just read something in regards to our friend Nikki Hayden.
2: Oh and something gosh! That, yes.
1: That unfortunately may be happening with the paparazzi where he is, and, and update the Freak Nation on Nikki Hayden, who he is, and, and
3: why we're talking about Nikki. Nikki Hayden, one of America's—I don't think I'm doing a stretch here by saying this—one of America's all-time favorite two-wheel riders. Nikki Hayden is the 2006 MotoGP champ, many-time Superbike champ here in the states. He was riding a bicycle, which he does daily for training on Wednesday in Italy, that's where he resides right now, and had a massive run-in with the car, unconfirmed reports that he missed a stop sign. Anyway, he rolled over a car, a Peugeot, again, on this, this road in Italy, and suffered massive head and chest injuries. He's still in critical condition, in his, already in his second hospital in Italy. But the problem, yeah, the problem they're having now is... The paparazzi for Nikki Hayden in this Italian hospital is just as bad as it was for Michael Schumacher in the France hospital. And it's just, it's horrible. I guess journalists are trying to find his room and take pictures, whether outside the window or inside, because, of course, this this status is remaining very guarded because it is so critical. And so just a couple of hours ago, Italian police put that hospital on lockdown, trying to keep the press away, trying to keep people away and keep the family just to have their privacy with Nikki. It's, it's a horrible situation. We really hope Nikki pulls through. I, I don't know what to think, though. It's, it's, it's been scary all week watching really not much get better.
1: And, Statman, you see, whether it's Twitter or websites, blogs, regardless, folks putting the news out there that Nikki has passed, that he right. is on in an induced coma, and, and evidently all this news is pretty freaking bogus. It's just those that man that evidently want to want to try and get a step out there, or just again, hashtag fake news.
4: It's so sad that people believe that they have a right to know everything in everybody's life at their demand, and that's something that's been carried over by the um, social media revolution, and no one is willing to move away from that point. I'd and. I don't know what it's going to take. There's some. There were some talks that the paparazzi chased Princess Di, uh, and perhaps caused that accident that killed her. It, there's just there's no rhyme or reason for it, and we don't need to know everything about Nikki Hayden. That's not our. Uh, that's not our right as a human race to know everything that happens about one man's life who's fighting for it right now uh it's just a sad place that we're in as uh, as human beings right now
1: and if you think about that speed freaks on a sunday night we're talking about moto gp champion 2006 moto gp champion nikki hayden who's in critical condition at this point we're talking about a very popular two-wheel champion but above and beyond that is you have a father having to come out and release a statement saying yeah. he's not dead. He's not on a respirator. Imagine going through the grief of watching your son unconscious in a hospital bed and then having to step up and defend or at least set the record st- straight. Wait for the family to come out to say something, a-holes. Come on.
4: Or have, you know we, what... have we have we jumped the shark on that? You know what's and this is going to sound political and it's not, but all of this hammering on the news media as fake news and irresponsible, that's supported by that, but it also feeds on itself. And because of social media and people get their news from everything from uh, late night television to the Bill Maher show Nobody, there's no Walter Cronkite anymore, so people, news is so has changed so radically, and that also feeds on this issue. I, I demand to know from Twitter, from Facebook, and that's just not the case, and it, I don't, I don't know what's going to happen. You know, we'd rather have guns than facts. I, it just is oh. staggering to me.
3: Oh, that's a statement. We'd rather have guns than facts. So true. What oh, I I don't want to go down that rabbit hole, but yeah, the things that we focus on and feel that we need to know and need to have in this day and age, it's mind boggling.
1: But at the same time, you there are people that make their money on breaking this type of news, whether it's true or not.
4: Yeah, so no. Exactly that, what
1: we're talking about.
4: Yeah, whether but that's true seems- or not? that feeds into the same thing that my right to know your life is more important than your right to have it and that that's just wrong it's just wrong i
1: am in no way defending it but again that's if you're if you're making money and again it's paparazzi we know paparazzi's been around for decades and we know that's way a lot of folks will put there well, not a lot of folks many folks put there food on the table with trying to get that shot trying to get that that post
3: oh i see what you're saying now yeah okay i'm not
1: defending it i'm not when
3: it comes to something as sensitive as michael schumacher in the hospital or nikki hayden now in the hospital why can't there be a line that you just don't cross (laughs) okay you laugh but no i seriously there's got to be more respect for people's families
4: there more, okay. just more respect for people I, that just people that if we only gave people the same respect that we give a 45 it it would change our entire attitude about life At, especially here in America now who knows what the situations are in France or in Europe or you know, the EU the European Union but it just is amazing to me that we've come to this point. And I'm somebody who's been in the media every day of my adult life. And I've lived off of raising cameras over a wall and finding whatever I can and shooting it and putting it on TV as quickly as I can. But there's, it, it's different now. And there's just no – we had – however small they were, there were – scruples I can't think of a better word right now. But we had respect for people. And right now we don't. And the, the only thing that will get everybody's attention is if we try to take away their gun. And, you know, that will uh, that, let, that's, let's not go down that road.
3: Right. <laughs> okay, road we are going to go down.
1: Our pit news and notes is brought to you by you our good go. friends. At Lucas Oil. You log on to lucasoil.com to find the right lube for your righteous ride. That's lucasoil.com.
3: In talking about Nikki Hayden, let's just stick with that before we get to some additional results. Maverick Vinales took the win today at the MotoGP race in Spain after Valentino Rossi crashed out on the final lap. Valentino Rossi had a very emotional tribute to Nikki Hayden earlier this week on, I believe it was Instagram and Twitter. Just the outpouring of comments and just people's stories and emotions throughout World Superbike, American Superbike, and MotoGP. And heck, look, Dale Jr. raced with a 69 sticker, and Jimmy Johnson raced with a 69 sticker last night. Many other guys in NASCAR, and then today at Indy 500 qualifying. Everybody racing with Nikki Hayden. It's, it's really cool, and like we said, we really hope he does pull through. On to the results. NHRA raced in Topeka. One of the fastest tracks, as we saw this weekend, on their schedule. Tanner Gray taking the win in Pro Stock, Ron Caps in Funny Car, and Antron Brown in Top Fuel. Matt Hagen, though, quickest and fastest time ever in Funny Car. Oh, it's only 338 miles an hour. Jeez. amazing speeds i know right amazing speeds in topeka we'll talk to ron caps about some of that coming up later on in the show indy 500 is next weekend the 101st running and qualifying was all weekend on abc they set the field yesterday but today was when actual positions were put in scott dixon your pole sitter he's going to be our next guest coming up in about six minutes right here in the freaks pits and of course, your NASCAR All-Star race. We'll talk more about that coming up in the show. Kyle Busch, his first win ever at Charlotte. Wait, what? 100, or excuse me, one million dollars richer.
5: Speed breeze. Motorsports Radio, redefined.
3: Hey, cat owners, stop killing the earth. Yeah, you heard me right. You've done angelic work by rescuing cats from death row. Now do your part to save the planet. Dump your old clay litter, part of 8 billion pounds of waste clogging up landfills yearly, and go to catspotlitter.com. Order the all-natural, all-organic Catspot Litter. It's made of 100% coconut, it's long-lasting, it eliminates odors, and only weighs 5 pounds. Oh, and delivered to your door for just $15 a month with free delivery. Hello? Look, unlike old, dusty, heavy clay litter that we're so used to, Cat Spot Litter's work is not over when the litter box needs to be changed. When your Cat Spot Litter has run its course, you dump it in your garden, your lawn, compost it. It contains natural nutrients and absorbs water. You've saved a cat's life. Now go save the planet at CatspotLitter.com. Your cat will thank you, and the planet thanks you. Organic, odor-eliminating, and just 15 bucks a month. CatspotLitter.com.
6: So you're driving something big or small that demands synthetic oils? Then you need to add Lucas Pure Synthetic Oil Stabilizer with each oil change. Which won't be that often, as Lucas' special formula increases oil life up to 50% longer, all while reducing heat and wear in your car or truck's engine. You'll find increased power and fuel economy as well. If it spins, heats, shifts, or turns, you need Lucas Pure Synthetic Oil Stabilizer.
1: With 2.7 million miles of paved roads and 1.4 million miles of unpaved roads in the U.S., where will your Continental Tires take you? Continental Tires' new Terrain Contact AT is the ideal all-terrain tire for CUV, SUV, and light trucks and will get you where you need to go. Traction Plus technology gives you the durability to conquer dirt, gravel, and grass while also providing a quiet, comfortable ride on pavement. For more information, visit ContinentalTire.com. Continental Tire, for what?
0: Grab it and hold on tight.
6: He's hiding a car.
0: It's time for you and your boys to get out of town. <laughs> Left foot. Right foot. Left foot. Stop. Twitch your eyes so they think you're crazy. If you walk the walk, you talk the talk. It's what you do.
1: If you want to save 15% or more on car insurance, you switch to Geico. Hide the eyes. It's what you do.
7: Show them real slow
5: Call Lear Capital now.
7: 800-631-9229.
1: You're back with the Freaks on a Sunday night. Thank you guys for being a part of it. Crash Gladys, Kenny Sargent, Statman. Follow us on Twitter at Speed Freaks. And, of course, the website, SpeedFreaks.tv. This is what I suggest you do, Freak Nation. Make sure you carve out about four and a half, five hours on your Sunday morning, depending on where you are, to watch the Indy 500. And this guy is going to be starting on the pole coming up this Sunday. His name is Scott Dixon. He's won himself some championships, won himself plenty of freaking races. In fact, he's won himself... And Indy five hundred. Couple. And your pole sitter for the one hundred first running of the Indy five hundred joins us now. Scott Dixon, you did it, averaging just over two hundred and thirty two miles per hour. And Crasher, what was the shoot speed on the track for him at one time?
3: I thought I saw a two forty as one of his trap speeds, but he for sure had several two thirty nines.
1: It's a big day for you, Scotty.
10: That wasn't bad right yeah I think it was a good day I think we we're all pretty happy man that was uh yeah it was it was a little unexpected to be honest so I didn't I didn't when that, that 232.6 popped up on the dash I thought the dash was broken so uh it was broken in a good way and and uh extremely happy for the team you know it was uh, definitely an epic day I think here at the speedway for pole day there was you know loads of fans here and they're on the edge of their seats and we saw some uh, some big laps turned and, and uh, some exciting uh some exciting drives too you know we had lots of guys touching the wall and you know, uh, falling off big time with uh, degradation and stuff. So it was, it was definitely a really interesting day, but uh, a tough one, too. Conditions were tough.
1: Scott Dixon, your pole sitter for the 2017 Indy 500 coming up uh, next weekend. And, Scott, talk about the speeds that you guys are reaching in the IndyCar series. Can you tell the difference between 232 and, say, 222 or 212?
10: Yeah, you definitely feel it. I think it's it's more from the acceleration of when, when you leave the pits, but um, also how quickly, you know, the car can move you. You're on such a fine line uh, at those speeds, and, and when you're trimming up to try and get to those speeds, you know, the car becomes very light, and, you know, the wind the wind can move you. You know, the, the track temperature can, you know, uh, take a beating on the tires and things like that. So, you know, there, there is a, a vast difference, I think, once you get over sort of, you know, 215 is a big deal, and then once you get over 225 and then 230 is kind of like another, another break there. So, um, you know, today, though know, I didn't, I didn't, I don't know. I think I was focusing so hard on, on just making sure, that I keep the car on the track and, and on the right line uh, that, you know, I didn't expect the speed to be that big when I first saw it.
1: Scott, completely off subject with the IndyCar series. Matt Hagen with the NHRA in a funny car in 1,000 feet went almost 340 miles an hour. Is that something that a guy like yourself, who's amazing, that your cars can stick on the track at 232 miles an hour, but the fact that these guys are doing it straight-lining in a funny car at almost 340 miles an hour?
10: It's pretty insane. Um, you know, I think those those cars intrigue everybody, you know, and, and just, you know, I've been lucky enough to go to a couple of the events, and, and when you stand at the Christmas tree and how it knocks the breath out of you, man, is, is completely insane, uh, and those guys are pretty insane to drive those cars that fast. But... It's uh, something I've actually wanted to have it a, have a going. Um, you know, I remember back in, in 2003, I think when I won the championship and and Dixon won the, the Funny Car championship, we were meant to do a bit of a swap there uh, here in Indianapolis, but somehow I got kibosh. So maybe one day I can get a ride in one of those cars.
3: All right, Scott Dixon, your 101st Indy 500 pole sitter. Do a swap in NHRA if you were to ever get the chance again. Would you want to be in a funny car or a top fuel dragster?
10: Uh, That's a very good question. I think both look very uh, – the funny car, it looks like it moves around a lot more. I'm not really sure. Um, (laughs) I would drive any of them, man. They go super fast. So, yeah, absolutely no problem. I would be happy with either of them. Scott Dixon,
3: you're so Ricky Bobby right now. I want to go fast. I want to go fast. (laughs) But, Scott, you said I was so focused. I'm, I'm repeating what you just told us. I was so focused on keeping my car in the right racing line and keeping it down on the track. For a novice to hear you say that by going some trap speeds of 239, 240 miles an hour, That that doesn't seem possible. But for you, things just completely slow down, and that's your office desk. You really can be that focused, huh?
10: Yeah, you have to be. I think, um, you know, Indianapolis is, is you know, difficult in, in so many ways, but it's, you know, with the long straights and even with the short shoots, it's, it's quite easy to, to maybe, you know, lose focus. And, and I think with the crowd here today, you know, when we're in, in the pre line uh, pre-lineup area before you go out and you hear one car go and then the big speed goes up and the crowd just cheering, like it's, you get so many nerves, um, I find. And, and today today even more so just for the fact that we didn't do the, the practice in the morning for so the only laps I turned today were the four, the four laps qualifying and, and uh you know you have so many bad things going through your mind like you know maybe we've missed on the balance or we've trimmed out too much or you know we're going to have a problem etc etc so you know uh there's so many outside things that that you think about that you know trying to keep that you know that regular age focus uh, around this place in the long straights can be pretty tough
4: scott dixon there's two americans and you a new zealander on the front row that's a change from several years ago does that show the strength of IndyCar,
10: I think it shows just the complete diversity that we have in the variety of IndyCar series, and and you know the, the competition. But it's 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 the competition is throughout the field. You know, any any of these teams, I think, have a great chance of you know being on the pole, winning a race throughout the season, and and the drivers that that are you know extreme caliber. You know, the depth you know is is just is just uh, is very crazy. So you know, uh, it's it's always nice, I think, to to grab a pole here. Um, it doesn't guarantee you anything, the only thing it does guarantee you is that you'll start the race at the front, you know, the, the tough part is trying to keep it there and, and you know, after it's 200 laps, but um, this, this is, you know, I think the most uh, diversity that we have throughout the world in motor racing at this top level and, uh, you know, it's, it's very, very cool to see. And, It's very cool to have a little old Kiwi on the front row there.
4: Scott, Fernando Alonso, a two-time F1 champion, is in the middle of row two for the Indy 500. What's that say about the two racing series? Is that about the strength of IndyCar or the inexperience of Alonso?
10: Yeah, absolutely, you know, and, and I've got a you know, uh, huge kudos to, to Alonso, he's done a, a fantastic job, I think he's, you know, he's had a lot of good people around him, you know, uh, he's obviously had, you know, a, a good person with Gilda Ferron, you know, a, a past champion here, um, you know, a lot of help from his teammates and Andretti, it's, it's a proven team, they've, they've won here numerous times through the defending champions, so, you know, they're going to have a good car. But he's, you know, he's kept it clean. It looks like he's, you know, he's just focusing on what he loves. And, you know, as you see in many interviews, you know, I haven't, I haven't really spent any time with him or spoken to him. But, you know, uh, he loves racing, but he's, you know, highly competitive. And, and uh, that's why he's one of the greats of, of motor racing and will be forever. So, you know, uh, I think we're, we're very lucky to, to have him come over here and compete uh, the NAPA 500. But I think he feels the same too. You know, he's got some good level playing field and, and a guy of his caliber will have a great shot at winning the race. Real quick,
3: Fernando said on TV today, "This is the biggest race in the world." He either said biggest or greatest. I'm, I can't quite remember. That that was interesting to me that he could actually say that. Is he starting to feel the bug? You think of the Indy 500?
10: It's pretty hard not to, you know, and, and uh, he hasn't seen anything yet. Um, <laughs> I think, you know, when you, when you come to a race day here uh, and you walk out, you know, I, I still remember my first years here and, and walking out of uh, Gasoline Alley and, and just seeing the, the, you know, the sheer size of this place is crazy. And, and you know, you see it weeks on end, you know, and, and you know, you might have 100,000 people here on, on qualifying day. but. You know, when you walk out and there's, you know, almost 400,000 people come race day, uh, just the sounds and the atmosphere, is, it's, it's completely insane. And, and everybody, I think, at some point in their life has, has to witness it. It's like nothing else that, that you'll ever go to at such a special event. And I think it's definitely going to knock the stocks off come race day.
3: Well, you, Scott Dixon, and your wife, Emma, clearly you guys get it. I mean, for what you've done for the series, your wins series-wide, your Indy 500 wins, your Indy 500 polls. You guys get it. What about your daughters? I've seen some amazing pictures today. Post winning that poll with you guys and your daughters, they they grasp it, but do they really really get how big this is versus other races?
10: Uh, I think they were mostly excited that they were going to get a second uh, second scoop of ice cream yeah. uh, tonight because we had a good day, right? We, we weren't <laughs> going to hold them back on on uh, the sweeties and things. But no, you know I oh, think Poppy geez. Poppy really enjoys it. She loves it. Um, Tilly is you know she's she's five, but she. Uh, she really enjoys the atmosphere here. You know, the Verizon IndyCar Series has such a great family atmosphere, and, you know, they have lots of friends from, you know, the other, you know, other families, racing families, and, and get to hang out. So they're always excited to, uh, you know, come to any race weekend. But, you know, I think, um, you know, I think they, they are starting to get it, but, it, you know, it's what these you know, young families are about. You know, for me, it's, it's just so cool to start creating these memories uh, with them, and, and hopefully we can uh, have a lot more to smile about, uh, you know, obviously next week uh but in the
1: future too absolutely freak nation your poll sitter for the 101st running of the indy 500 scott dixon joining the freaks would you be more likely to win a Formula one race first or fernando alonso who's come over from formula one win an indycar series race first <laughs> um you know that's a
10: it's a you know it's a, it's a really tough question to be honest uh, you know i think it depends on, you know who you're with i think you know Fernando has a, a, a much greater chance of winning the Indy 500 than he does the, the Monaco Grand Prix coming up with the current team he's with. You know, I think in Formula One right now, you know, unless you're with one or two teams, you, you really don't have a shot at it. And, um, you know, it's, it's, so the, the racing formula is different. Um, it, I love Formula One. I wake up, you know, every Sunday uh, early early hours and, and, and try to uh, catch that racing. I'm, I'm you know, uh, very intrigued with it and love it. And, I was lucky enough back in 2004 to, to have a driver, you know, of, of uh, you know, the Williams car. So it's, um, it's just different racing. I think, you know, you have a much better shot, uh, you know, with anything here. And, you know, I would say possibly he's, he's got a, a great shot right now of, of uh, winning the race, you know, coming up in a week than he would with uh, on the front foot.
1: We all saw what happened with Sebastian Bourdais. You as a father, a couple of children, when you see an accident like that, is that the first thing you think of is your family and your children?
10: you know i think for you know for us as you know in in racing you know you know obviously the first sort of you know uh you know your fellow competitor and and you know i've you know spent many years and a lot of time with Sebastian um and you know he's a he's a great guy has a you know a lovely family um you know and and you know that that you do think of them immediately but uh you know i think the 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 thing you know uh right in front of you is just you know hopefully that. Sebastian was going to be okay. I think it was one of the biggest crashes I've seen in, in recent history, for sure. Um, it's, there's definitely a lot of energy and a huge hit there. So um, glad that he's uh, he's doing well. You know, I saw him this morning. Uh, you know, as I said earlier, and, and um, you know he seemed uh, pretty chippy and, and uh, you know got out of surgery and, and things were, were were heading in the right direction. So hopefully we see him in a car. You know, here uh, very quickly in the next uh, I don't know two, three, four races, maybe we'll see how uh, how it plays out. But um, you know, he was he was going to be fast this weekend, man. I think that's what he was most disappointed about was that
11: mm-hmm. you
10: know uh, I think he knew he had a car to to try and take the pole, and and uh, when you got a car that fast, you got a good shot of winning the race too.
3: So you just said you saw him this morning, so that's pretty cool. I did hear that uh, that a few drivers had stopped by.
10: Yeah, I uh, stayed at home last night. We had a bit of a late start today as far as uh, on-track activity. So, you know, uh, Claire, his, his wife, got in uh, late last night, uh, you know, from Florida and, and um, you know, just uh, asked if I could stop in and, and see Sebastian. I spent, you know, a good amount of time with Sebastian, obviously, cool. on the full GT side and, and the sports car racing. He's a teammate, so uh, he's a good friend, and, and uh, just want to check that he was doing okay. And, um, yeah, there were was, was definitely a few drivers that were able to stop in
1: today. Scott Dixon, your pole sitter awesome. for the Indy 500 coming up next weekend, and, Scott, we've had a big conversation here in the Freak Nation about these male rompers. Are you, are you familiar with, with rompers? You know what the hell those things are?
10: I don't know what that is. Oh, is it a, like a onesie, right? It's like, a, like a short, uh, like a shirt and a short. Thing. Yeah,
1: it's what, yes. it, it's what women wear, right?
10: Okay. Okay. Yeah, I actually I had a friend send one to me, uh, a picture of it, <laughs> uh, and I said I would take one. I thought they looked pretty cool. I was oh gonna go no. For a, purple, a purple or a pink. <laughs>
3: Well, there it is. If you win the Indy 500, we will hand-make you a black-and-white checkered one, and you have to run around the track in a romp him. I'll
10: do it. I'll do it. Let's do that.
1: Oh, no. Dixon, as always, it's solid when you roll the Freak Nation. Thanks for doing this, buddy, and good luck to you next weekend.
10: Anytime.
1: Thanks, guys. Good chat. See ya. And coming up next, the dude who I promise you, well, if he loses his bet, he may be wearing a romp him. He's won four NHRA funny car races in a row. Your 2016 champion, Ron Caps. Next, Speed Freaks Pits and the Lucas Oil Studios. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, way to find. With 2.7 million miles of paved roads and 1.4 million miles of unpaved roads in the U.S., where will your Continental Tires take you? Continental Tires' new Terrain Contact AT is the ideal all-terrain tire for CUV, SUV, and light trucks and will get you where you need to go. Traction Plus technology gives you the durability to conquer dirt, gravel, and grass while also providing a quiet, comfortable ride on pavement. For more information, visit ContinentalTire.com. Continental Tire, for
6: what? You do. If the grind, whine, and squeal of your vehicle's power steering makes you cringe each time you reach for the wheel, then grab Lucas Power Steering Stop Leak. Lucas' unique formula fixes most worn rack and pinions, pumps, and gearboxes, making them perform like new. Using Lucas Power Steering Stop Leak, you will find it eliminates squeals, seal leaks, and rough spots. And it's 100% guaranteed, so there's no reason to use anything but Lucas Power Steering Stop Leak.
3: Hey, cat owners, stop killing the earth. Yeah, you heard me right. You've done angelic work by rescuing cats from death row. Now do your part to save the planet. Dump your old clay litter, part of 8 billion pounds of waste clogging up landfills yearly, and go to catspotlitter.com. Order the all-natural, all-organic cat spot Litter. It's made of 100% coconut. It's long-lasting. It eliminates odors and only weighs 5 pounds. Oh, and delivered to your door for just $15 a month with free Delivery. Hello. Look, unlike old dusty, heavy clay litter that we're so used to, cat spot litter's work is not over when the litter box needs to be changed. When your cat spot litter has run its course, you dump it in your garden, your lawn, compost it. It contains natural nutrients and absorbs water. You've saved a cat's life. Now go save the planet at catspotlitter.com. Your cat will thank you and the planet thanks you. Organic, odor eliminating, and just fifteen bucks a month. Catspotlitter.com
0: Grab it and hold on tight.
4: Are you tired of all the hassles that come with just shining your tires? Introducing the No Mess Tire Dressing Applicator. No mess on the rim, no harmful chemicals on your hands. Simply spray your favorite dressing on the specially formulated foam and apply with precision. Then store it away in its own unique case for quick and easy cleanup. Get four No Mess Applicators now for only $9.99 at BuyNoMess.com. He's hiding a car.
0: It's time for you and your boys to get out of town. <laughs> <laughs> left foot, right foot, left foot, stop.
1: Twitch your eyes so they think you're crazy. If you walk the walk, you talk the talk. It's what you do. If you want to save 15% or more on car insurance, you switch to Geico. Hide the eyes. It's what you do. Show them real slow.
0: You're listening to Speed Freaks, Motorsports
8: Radio, Redefined.
0: Are you
5: an inventor who would like to try to have an invention or idea patented and submitted to companies? But you don't know what to do next? Call for free information from InventHelp. InventHelp, a leading inventor service company, has been helping inventors since 1984 and has sales offices located in more than 60 cities nationwide you'll want to talk to the company that has helped secure more than 7,000 invention patents. So call InventHelp. Even if you have an idea for improving an existing product and don't know where to go with it, you'll still want to call InventHelp for free information. You'll find out how InventHelp
9: may assist you in trying to patent your invention and submit it to companies. So call now. Call InventHelp at 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. Get your free information by dialing 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738.
2: 1-800-316-1738. Nobody really needs or wants home security until it's too late. $50 free wireless home security system, and start enjoying the peace of mind of security today. Call 800-587-4281, 800-587-4281, 800-587-4281. This offers for new customers only. Termination fees apply. $99 customer installation charge and 36-month monitoring agreement required. All for details, license terms, and conditions available at secureathome.com.
1: Welcome back with Speed Freaks on a Sunday night from the Lucas Oil Studios. Pat Gladys, Pat Man, Kenny Sargent. Follow us on Twitter, of course, the website, speedfreaks.tv. It seems to be a regular occurrence where there's an NHRA race. Ron Cap seems to join us, and it's not because he just digs coming to the Freak Nation because he wins in some freaking races. And, of course, he got the win this afternoon at Topeka, Kansas. Ron, how many race wins in a row is this, or how many wins is it, this for you for the entire year so far?
11: Well, this is four in a row, which is <laughs> uncharted territory for me. Anyway, I mean, it's for a lot of drag races. I'm sure the list is small, but it's you know the three in a row prior to this race was was a record for me. I never won that many races in a row, and then you know uh, today was just uh, this weekend was crazy just with the the unbelievable. Speeds and record ET set by the funny cars, dragsters as well. But really, the the fact that the funny cars set world record speeds, faster than the dragsters on both ends. Um, you know, we weren't part of that qualifying. We were having a little bit of issue. We ended up number seven qualifier, but we were a little bummed. We couldn't get up and throw blows with Hagan and Height and, and Courtney Forrest and, and the other teams running 337 and 338 miles per hour. But we knew that if we can get it figured out, that then race day was more important to us. And we did. Tobler uh, made a huge change Sunday morning, put a new fuel pump on it, which is crazy to do on race day first round. And uh, and then we had our race car back.
3: You know, Ron Caps, why is that? Why were things so perfect for you funny cars? And I saw some personal bests with a lot of dragsters as well. When I did, when I covered the sport compacts, Heartland Park Topeka was always one of their favorite tracks to go to because whatever it is with that track, they could lay down some mad speeds. So was there something particular this weekend that just made things so ideal?
11: No, well the, the, the weather for sure. We had a cool conditions, chance of rain with overcast conditions, you know, Friday and Saturday. So that in itself was was awesome. No matter what track you're at, then you throw at it that we're at Heartland Park Topeka, which is legendary for. Just not track records broken, but you go back in the day, um, the first 300 mile an hour funny car run, the first second, uh, first four second run, uh, this record after record, you know, it's got 660 feet, uh, you know, a little over half track of concrete that they poured, and it just did, seemed to do a better job than most tracks hmm. when they laid the initial concrete down. The rubber stays stuck to it year round, so when we come here and NHRA starts to prep it, then it's already good. And then you just throw in the conditions, and we saw Hagen. Uh, last year set the record ETA mile an hour. We, we just knew that there was a chance of doing it. And, of course, Robert Haidt started the, the barrage of 337 mile an hour on Friday. You know, and then uh, it, it was just back and forth. Uh, but we, we were having a little bit of fuel issues, and, uh, and we couldn't get up there and try to run those numbers without, you know, hurting itself or blowing the thing up. So we had to sort of take a back seat and, and, uh, until we figured out what the problem was.
3: Ron Caps, four-time consecutive winner. Oh, and by the way, your defending champion in NHRA Funny Car joins us here in the Lucas Oil Studios. And, Ron, let's see. You talk a little bit about your weekend, and it's easy to look back on it now because you're, you're on top. You've got the win. You're doing all the media interviews. It ended very well. But how frustrating, maybe not really frustrating, but you like you said, you wanted to play with those big speeds, and you couldn't. So how does that make your Saturday well, not so fun?
11: Well, it wasn't, but Ron Tobler, my crew chief, and our, our whole, you know, the, all the whole team was just. We learned. We, we've learned a long time ago. I, you don't even have to qualify top half, especially tracks where the both lanes are pretty equal. You know that Sunday morning is going to bring bring out the best in everybody, but there just seems to be a, an extra level that we get to on race day, and especially conditions we've seen. When I talked to you guys last, we did the three in a row, and we left Charlotte the four wide, and it was hot, it was humid. And, and we were victorious there um you know it's just it seems like when things get a little gnarly a little bit hairy and a little hot and tricky we seem to rise to the occasion as a team better i drive better ron told tunes the car he gives me a better car and uh and then i don't want to be the weak link and it's just it's so much fun you know and this weekend was cool because you know I, i'm Sort of been watching our, my teammate Alexander Rossi and yeah. of course Philan, Fernando Alonso and and joining the, auto, the Andretti Autosport team. So I've been really following and back and forth texting with uh, with uh, Alexander and and how they're doing there. And you know they had the the shootout for the pole. And so it's been fun to to sort of have these teammates in Napa, you know, across the country doing well in different. Uh, different divisions of racing and watching chase Elliott last night. It's it's a good time to be a Napa sponsored race car driver right now.
1: Rod caps. Could you have done this at 30 years old?
11: What do you mean? Have
1: Have such success four in a row, but be so calm and introspective about it.
11: Hmm. Uh, You know, well, yeah, of course I could have. And you're only as good as your race car. And that's that's a fact in our sport of drag racing. You, I cannot squeeze out a better run in a funny car. Now, I always say this when I give speeches. I go, you could go to a Jimmy Johnson or Chase Elliott, and you could give them a 10th-place a, a car, and there's a good chance they'll make that a 5th-place car by the end of the day. They can make that car better. Um, and different racing, it's that way, that a driver's out there and he's doing his thing, and, and you can have a driver that can squeeze more out of it. Drag racing's weird. We're given this eleven thousand horsepower car, it's got all the timers set. You go out and you step on the gas and you're in a land rocket. And you are you know, you're you're like a, a test pilot from back in the day like Chuck Yeager. You are you're trained to go out there and do everything right, keep the car as straight as possible because it never is. I can't squeeze out a better run than that car is set up. John Force, I don't know how many championships he's won or whatever success, he would not be the John Force we knew or know now without Austin Coyle and what he gave him as a race car. So it'd be cocky of me to say that, you know, I could do that at 30 or now that my age now. I feel like I'm in better shape mentally and physically than I was back then. And you and I, we've known each other a long time. It's just I'm a different race car driver now, but I am not. There's no four in a row Ron caps without <laughs> the Tobler guys giving me a race car. I mean, you know how it is. If there's any drag race that tells you any different, they're lying and, and they're uh, – they need to take a step back and look at themselves.
4: Ron, what do wins mean now? Is it more important to win now or build a season that gets these wins at the end of the year?
11: That's a great question, Statman. man. You know, it's funny because we always try to peak at the right time in September when we have our our countdown, which is you know the chase or a playoff or whatever you want to call it, the six race playoff. And you have to, like last year, winning my first championship after 20 years. We knew that I'd come up close. To winning and fallen by just a few points from winning a championship in the past it's just that you have to be hot at the right time we were good all last year and it showed and we were consistent we didn't even want a race in the countdown right now it's just race wins we know it's coming later on but it's good to just knock out and get these race wins they cannot take every time i get out of the car now it seems uh, in a win they tell me i surpassed some legendary drag racer that was one <laughs> of my heroes like last the last race it was joe amato i passed and wins which is crazy to even think that i'm mentioning the same breath these race wins are just race wins right now and it's fun um but we know we know it's coming later on and they just mean they're race wins right now it's good for your sponsors good for everybody i get on the radio with you guys that's what they're good for right now but we know that september comes around we're gonna have to we're gonna have to be on our best
4: ron caps with all these wins i hope you gave that rabbit some crutches to make up for the foot you obviously took from it <laughs> yeah <laughs>
11: We, it's funny. We've got a lot of crazy stuff. The guys have been doing it uh, for good luck, and, you know, it's, it's fun for the crew guys. One guy brought his daughter's Curious George doll. She wanted to, three and a three-and-a-half-year-old, wanted Daddy to take on the road and introduce the guys and sleep with it. So he had it in the tow car all day today, and we ended up winning, so it was in a winner's circle with us. Uh, so it'll be fun to see her face when we see that.
4: Ron, how superstitious are you and your crew? Are you repeating things or doing things differently to make sure you get to the track and to the starting line with winning in the air. Sometimes my guys are fun
11: because they come up with this new stuff, and it, they don't even come up with it. Um, we got this hula girl that dances on our dashboard in the tow vehicle, and they brought it out at some race that we won. Uh, I don't know if it was Houston, and they bought it at a truck stop, and it's been staying there. So she does this little hula dance, um, and... <laughs> And so when I'm getting ready to get sued up in the car, I'm just staring at it. It's almost mesmerizing. And so they just left it in there. We keep winning. So uh, whatever they're doing, I'm not going to question it.
3: Clearly she's working for you. So,
11: yes, don't question it. <laughs> well, it works, it works by the sunshine. So it was cloudy Friday and Saturday, and she was kind of half. She looked like she was twerking. We made a joke that she wasn't doing her full hula because the sun hadn't been out. She was running out of juice, and she almost looked like she was twerking. So yeah. we had a little flap for that, and then the sun came out today, and she was back and moving around for us.
1: Ron Capps, we know how much you follow other motorsports, specifically IndyCar, and when you saw the Sebastian Bourdais accident, this, this might be a tough way to – it might be difficult to answer this, but from your perspective and the safety that has progressed within inside the NHR, the walls of the NHRA and funny cars, compare an accident in IndyCar, if you can, to a funny car Hitting the wall and the, the the advancement of in safety.
11: Well, yeah, that was brutal to watch. It's amazing that he lived. Um, anytime, you know, you're taught in any road race car, oval car, dirt car, when it makes a, a wiggle like that at speeds like that, the last thing you do is you want it to turn right, especially like his. And I'm sure he was thinking the same thing. When it wiggles, you're always trying to turn as hard left as you can because you want to hit it with the rear. And he just didn't have a chance, but yeah, the, it's amazing. Those steeper walls that they built there, um, that saved his life. I mean, without a doubt, we, we really can't use those and because we wouldn't hit the wall that hard unless it's a perfect storm. But the fact that Eric, Eric Medlandine, Blaine Johnson, you look at all these racers that, uh, in our sport that have died, the best thing about, if you could say the best thing and, and they would be proud of this if they were still here on, on earth was that we learned from it and, Eric Dian made probably the biggest jump in safety for funny cars. Now we have all this head and safety padding around us. Uh, ben Forrest almost got killed. And right after that, the fact that Eric had died and all the updates saved Forrest's life. So, you know, the fact that uh, they made those changes because somebody else hit the wall um, saved Sebastian's life for sure. Um, and, and hopefully he's mentally going to be home, going home and 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 be able to play with his kids and his wife and, and be mentally there. And it's a fact that they work so hard to make them safer.
1: Ron, I'd have no problem you joining us again for your fifth win in a row.
11: <laughs> oh, my God, I can't. I said, yeah, hey,
1: <laughs> I don't even want
11: to think about it, man. We're <laughs> going to spend the Memorial Day weekend enjoying ourselves and, and get racing off our mind before uh, trying to do this again.
1: All right, Ronnie. Thank you, buddy. You got it, man. Thanks for having me, guys. And a 1,001 NASCAR Facts. Next, Speed Freaks spits at Lucas Oil Studios. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, way to find.
3: Hey, cat owners, stop killing the earth. Yeah, you heard me right. You've done angelic work by rescuing cats from death row. Now do your part to save the planet. Dump your old clay litter, part of 8 billion pounds of waste clogging up landfills yearly, and go to CatspotLitter.com. Order the all-natural, all-organic Catspot Litter. It's made of 100% coconut, it's long-lasting, it eliminates odors, and only weighs five pounds. Oh, and delivered to your door for just $15 a month with free delivery. Hello? Look, unlike old, dusty, heavy clay litter that we're so used to, Cat Spot Litter's work is not over when the litter box needs to be changed. When your Cat Spot Litter has run its course, you dump it in your garden, your lawn, compost it. It contains natural nutrients and absorbs water. You've saved a cat's life. Now go save the planet at catspotlitter.com. Your cat will thank you and the planet thanks you. Organic, odor eliminating, and just 15 bucks a month. Catspotlitter.com.
1: With 2.7 million miles of paved roads and 1.4 million miles of unpaved roads in the U.S., where will your Continental Tires take you? Continental Tires' new Terrain Contact AT is the ideal all-terrain tire for CUV, SUV, and light trucks and will get you where you need to go. Traction Plus technology gives you the durability to conquer dirt, gravel, and grass while also providing a quiet, comfortable ride on pavement. For more information, visit ContinentalTire.com. Continental Tire, for what? you do
6: no matter how big your car or truck is nothing in your engine takes more abuse than its oil but with lucas heavy-duty oil stabilizer your engine oil will last longer to do the job it was designed to do protect your engine and offer peak performance lucas heavy-duty oil stabilizer eliminates dry starts lowers engine temperatures and prolongs the life of your oil up to 50 percent don't let your engine be caught dead without the protection and performance of lucas heavy-duty oil stabilizer He's hiding a car! It's time for you and your
0: boys to get out of town. (laughs) Left foot. Right foot. Left foot. Stop. Twitch your eyes so they think you're
1: crazy. If you walk the walk, you talk the talk. It's what you do. If you want to save 15% or more on car insurance, you switch to Geico. Hide the eyes. It's what you do.
7: Show them real slow.
1: The Boca Raton Cougars, the Las Vegas Hookers, and the Arizona Pricks. Got your attention now, don't I? These aren't real sports teams, but they are some of the most creative and funny sports logo T-shirts from Awesome Sports Logos. Each team has a history, a meaning behind it, like the Lexington Studs or the Cape Cod Scrod. And these T-shirts, they are awesome, made with the highest quality 100% cotton available and are ridiculously soft. Grab your favorite city's T-shirt now at
4: AwesomeSportsLogos.com. That's AwesomeSportsLogos.com and get awesome. Are you tired of all the hassles that come with just shining your tires? Introducing the No Mess Tire Dressing Applicator. No mess on the rim, no harmful chemicals on your hands. Simply spray your favorite dressing on the specially formulated foam and apply with precision. Then store it away in its own unique case for quick and easy cleanup. Get four No Mess Applicators now for only $9.99 at BuyNoMess.com Introducing Lucas Oil Racing
0: Grab it and hold on tight. You're listening to Speed Freaks.
8: Motorsports Radio. Redefined.
9: Sixty-four.
0: On the Freak Radio Network. Broadcasting from the Lucas Oil Studios. Driven by General Tire. And powered by one 800 Loan Mart. Get cash fast when you need it. It's Speed Freaks. Speed Freaks. Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined. With Kenny Sargent. We love to party. Crash Gladys.
3: What are we doing for the bachelorette party? And
7: stepman man. I am serious. Here's the Freaks.
1: An hour of Speed Freaks, baby, from the Lucas Soul Studios. Oh. And I intentionally <laughs> waited 10 seconds oh to come goodness. back into the show because I know Statman is watching this game as well.
3: Oh, my goodness.
4: Statman,
1: you got it on in the background?
4: How could I even pay attention to what's going on if I had the TV on right now? I purposely turned it off. So, Crasher?
3: Do you uh, want to uh, you, know you? what you just missed?
4: No, I'll look and see what the score is, but I don't want to know what I just missed. Did well, that okay, end so, the game?
3: It ended the game.
4: Oh, wow. There it is.
1: You know that kid you're talking about needing a jersey? <laughs>
3: <laughs> Holy cow, I can't believe the Cavs just Second hour home. of Speed
1: Freaks. Thank you guys for being a part of this big old thing. Last hour, we had Ron Capps in here. NHRA Funny Car winner once again. He's done it not one, not two, but four times in a row. If you missed that interview, go to the website, speedfreaks.tv. Also, your 2017 poll sitter for the Indy 500, Scott Dixon, joined us. Again, we'll have those interviews up at speedfreaks.tv.
3: One thing I found that was pretty cool between both of those interviews in the first hour, Scott Dixon... Talking about how he would love to drive an NHRA either top fuel or funny car, and Ron Capps talking about how he's been texting with Alexander Rossi up in Indy and watching his guy Chase in the NASCAR All Star Race. I just I really find it cool when drivers have mutual respect for each other and each other's series. That's pretty neat.
1: Well, and we know this from our history with Ron Capps, stat man. That guy could school us on a few motorsports races and series. <laughs> yeah. Uh, given his proclivity to tune into other motorsports
4: and he has for me at least I've been shocked cuz I've talked to him several times without a microphone just call him on the phone or texted him and he loves F1 I'm surprised he uh, mentioned IndyCar over F1 maybe now Napa. that he has uh, the Napa connection into IndyCar maybe that's changed his mind he's been involved with those guys. But I have had conversations, deep conversations, with him about F1. And what really shocked me once, I had a three-way conversation on the phone between him and Tanner Faust and myself. And he knew Tanner Faust, all of his excellence in drifting and rallycross. Ron Caps is a motorsports fan in addition to being a champion drag racer.
3: Yeah, I love that. I love we see Don Schumacher, who, or no, excuse me, Don the Snake Perdome. I knew I was saying that wrong. We see Perdome, who was Ron Cap's former team owner. We see him at the Indy 500 every year, and Perdome typically goes down to the Brazil F1 race. I don't know if that is where Ron Cap's picked up his love of F1, but it is so cool to see. I just I, you guys, fans listening, let's just put it this way: there's so much more than just nascar nascar gets all the ratings not all the ratings but it gets the majority of the ratings in american motorsports but my god you go to an nhra race you will be hooked you go to an indycar race you will be hooked you get yourself to a supercross race where they do everything in a four-hour span qualifying heats main event fireworks lasers you will be hooked i just find it interesting when people say yeah i'm a nascar fan oh really well did you catch the nhra race last weekend no what's that come on there's so much excitement in motorsports you just got to go watch it
4: and just for quickly uh kenny just for clarification he uh ron caps has told me that it was because of snake's love of f1 he laughed and said you cannot be on a team because he was with snake at the time that you cannot be on this team without at least knowing about F1 and perhaps falling in love with it. That's where it came from.
1: Sweet.
4: Statman, Crash Gladys, Kenny Sarge
1: at Speed Freaks on a Sunday night. The website, speedfreaks.tv. Kyle Busch got himself an all-star win last night. And, of course, it's the unique format of the all-star race. It's a four-stage format. You've got 20 laps, 20 laps, 20 laps. And 10 laps, and as far as I know, unless Statman, you could correct me here, which, by the way, your Statman scat coming up about an event that he hosted this past weekend. It's a cool insight. But but unless you knew about this, I had no idea that during the All-Star race they were going to implement a new tire system within NASCAR. And the, <laughs> the, right. the, the best way to describe it is... Each of the 20 teams in the all-star race, the final race, had one set of softer tires. Of course, we know that for better grip, speed. They had these available to them to use at their discretion in the 60, excuse me, 70-lap exhibition race, right? There was one caveat, however. Teams that chose to use the softer tires to start the final stage had to start behind those 10
4: drivers that used regular tires.
3: Oh, wow. Okay.
4: (laughs) You know, that's an excellent uh, explanation, Kenny. But you know what that sounds like? Charlie Brown's teacher. (laughs) Wah, 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 wah. (laughs) There's NASCAR NASCAR today with their engines that have no reality to anything, uh, stock production, anything. But they're
3: stock cars.
4: Uh, Well, yeah. And it, it just. <laughs> in fact, the guy told me today, or, or yesterday, in fact, yesterday morning, explained to me how they put uh, gas in uh, uh, some chemicals in a bag and put tires in the bag and seal it and soften the rubber, and they do that for the Bush North Series, for all these things, short of the Cup Series. So whatever NASCAR does. They, there's a little bit of smoky eunuch and all the crew chiefs that'll find eventually find a way around it, and for all you know, for lack of a better word, cheat and find a way to win and get around the rules they're given.
3: Are you saying there was cheating last night in the NASCAR All Star Race?
4: No, I, I didn't say that. But I know
3: I'm
1: kidding. <laughs> but my point is this, and I understand the implementation. We see it with. IndyCar, how you have the softer tires yes. or the harder the tires. The red
3: tires, yeah. The red or blacks.
1: But to implement the fact that you, you go with these softer tires in that last stage, you got to start behind the 10 other drivers that didn't use them.
3: Well, it's because you're going to get better grip right off the bat with the softer tires and that last stage is only 10 laps instead of the 20 laps of all the other stages so it's almost like an unfair advantage so they're saying fine you want to start immediately that final stage with the softer tires that's going to give you better grip then you start behind the guys on the dark tires
1: well tough titty said the kitty but the milk's still good my point is this <laughs> that's, that's, that's it's called strategy it's called strategy
3: well then everybody would be starting with the soft tires at the last stage then why not <laughs>
4: Why that you <laughs> <laughs> it's okay what it's it, it's it's silly I mean, it is, just uh, let people race and the winners win and the losers lose yes why do you it's you've turned nascar into some little league where the owners sit in the corner the fetal position and suck their thumbs and wait for <laughs> somebody to say something To let, so that they can't, somebody's going to stop them from winning. It just, it's hideous. Last night, some little eight-year-old kid lost, and he still, well, how come I don't get a trophy? I said, dude, this isn't Little League. And people stood up and cheered. People are so tired. That's why they're staying home. That's why they're not watching on TV. They're so tired of NASCAR's rubber rules that change week to week. And the racing now may have no bearing on the racing at the end of the year, certainly the last year, because somebody took the thumb out of their mouth and complained before (laughs) they put it back in.
3: Wow. Wow. Well, one thing we would like, like we talked about in the first hour, one thing I think we're all in general consensus of wanting NASCAR to change is the location of the all-star race, right? I'm in favor of moving it around. Move it around.
4: Yeah, but, but that's not going to happen. If if they race three weekends in a row at home and then go to Delaware for the Dover race and they can get back home, that's basically a month at their home. And that's not going to change. It, it's a lower, it saves money. It saves uh, marriages. <laughs> it saves yeah, well,
1: everything. Those, those are two strikes right there. They don't
3: – look. Hold on, though. The product that was on the track at Charlotte Motor Speedway last night was not good. They, they have to start considering moving it elsewhere or maybe
1: – Move it to a freaking road course.
3: That would be, Well, Charlotte's considering a road course in the chase, if not this year, next year. But I don't know if that would be necessarily the Charlotte road course – exciting for the all-star race but something has to change the all-star race used to be great and now it's just meh Uh,
4: you you think they care what the public thinks
3: they have to they're losing so much money
4: but they obviously don't they keep changing rules for their own satisfaction and just like the nfl the nfl says they care what the fans think And they allow teams to move wherever they want to, whenever they want to. The NASCAR is the same. The fans this and the fans that. And the drivers don't complain. The owners don't complain. All the rules that change is to make the racing more confusing, more dissatisfaction. And the one thing that the fans have asked them to do, fewer races and shorter races, they refuse to deal with. They're not going to change. They're not going to change. And the fans will stay home.
1: See, that's where I disagree. I think they continue to make these changes because they listen too much to the fans. They they, they follow too much on Twitter. They're trying to make these adjustments to the bitching and moaning, the small little NASCAR snorkelers that are out there that they feel that they've got to make <laughs> these changes versus just letting these dudes run.
3: Yeah, the opposite of what you were saying, Statman, in that, you know, let's just put these cars on a track and the first one to cross the finish line first wins but yeah I, th- I think you're right kenny they're making changes to the product because fans are saying that was so boring
1: fans are staying home so they're trying to find something some type of hook or <laughs> one of those troller hooks where they got 45 hooks on they're trying to catch 15 fish <laughs> that's what nascar's trying to implement look at again look at the stands last night they got to move this damn thing man
3: well and also like what kyle larson said he said, "You're not going to get people from the West Coast to fly out here to Charlotte for the All-Star race. It'd be cool to have an All-Star race in places like Los Angeles, Vegas, or road courses."
1: But at the same time, we know that what is it? We've got the All-Star race. We have the Coca-Cola. Again, who in the hell is going to show up for the All-Star race when you want to go to the Coca-Cola 600 and spend
3: the very next weekend? Yeah. You know wh- why do you want to spend
1: that there?
3: Why? It's a lot of. That's a lot of money. You're right.
4: He's to me man. it sounds He's... it sounds like you're making my argument for me. They, they they don't care. They do not care about the fans. I see, I disagree. Look, I disagree. They could yeah. what, then then tell me one thing that they've changed in the past 5 years when the ratings have fallen and the attendance has fallen. Tell me one thing that they've changed to get the fans back in the seats.
1: Three stages. Yeah, try, trying to make your, the the racing more exciting. Has it done its job? Nah, not necessarily. That's one thing.
3: Plus the playoff format in the chase. That was a change in the last five a, years. That was a
1: change. These arrow kits to try and force these drivers to drive a freaking race car. But, again, these guys designing these arrow kits continue to stumble over their D. Because, again, who the hell are they listening to?
4: Out of ten things on a list of changes that need to be made, those are seven, eight, and Nine the first three things are fewer races and shorter races the fans the drivers exactly right. the owners everybody wants that and nascar so far has refused to deal with it until they were driving three guys that were volunteering on the rally last night that i talked to one is a former nascar short track driver said the exact same thing i don't care about it anymore he has a camaro that he is changing to race autocross they are sick and tired of it not changing the expenses going up and it's not doing any they're not listening to the fans
1: well we agree to disagree on that one because i feel they are and if no, and when these TV contracts are up, that's when I believe you're going to see the adjustments to the races, whether it's the number of races or the timing of the races. Because again, the promises that they've made to these networks, they got to fulfill them, even to the discretion of the fans and the media. That the three of us sitting here going, you got to shorten this s up.
4: You, now, you can't... I agree with you on that. I agree with you wholeheartedly. But that's going to come externally. That's not going to come. From inside the offices, those towers at Daytona,
1: NBC was, was it NBC that actually sat down with some NASCAR officials saying we've got to shorten these things up. Was it NBC? It was one of the network. I believe it was NBC where some of the NBC officials said we've got to find something with these races to make them more uh, to, to make them mean more.
3: Go it was last there. year or two years ago because I think it was NBC they were trying to yeah they were trying to just get more eyeballs nothing has worked it's going down it's trending down not trending upward like it should be but yeah it like everybody said shorten the season shorten the races
1: make it more important again it's like how much playoff basketball has oh. have you watched?
3: <laughs> because what really matters until you get to the point where yeah. one team is up three wins? Yeah, I've I've even heard talk of people who are NBA diehards, and they say, oh, let's change the first two rounds to the best of five. We don't need to drag it out to seven games in the first two rounds if necessary. So, yeah, that's the same kind of mentality. Shorten the freaking NASCAR season. Make the races mean something. Make a win mean something more than it does.
1: It's part and parcel of why the NFL is the behemoth. you got 16 freaking games over, what is that, uh, four months: yep. September, October, November. Se-
3: it's a quarter of the year. Yeah. One of the shortest seasons in sports, but people are dying for it the rest of the year. Yeah, make them want it.
1: I mean, you set your timer, stat man, to to dial in some playoff hockey. I'm sure you do. <laughs>
4: <laughs> well, I did. I did watch the overtime when the Ducks won uh, a couple of games ago, and then I watched a little bit of when they lost uh, last. But playoff hockey is certainly – all playoffs are better than the regular season because I don't think that in any sport, I don't think the players care. They blow into town, play the game, and then leave. And it's not until the playoffs where they can concentrate on the weaknesses of one team or the other to win those games because there's money on the line. There's money on the table. But any other time – and, and I've heard this said about the NBA, that they just come into town for 36 hours. They know where to eat. They know where the women are. And they play the game. If they win, cool. If not, that's cool, too. Just pay attention to get into the playoffs. And when you get into the playoffs, then you play a game, and you got to win four games in two weeks. That's where it counts.
1: Freak Nation, coming up in moments, your stat man, Scat. Talks about a snappy little event he was part of this past weekend, and when we come out of break, a thousand and one NASCAR facts. What's the one of a thousand and one? It's coming up next. Speed Freaks Pits and the Lucas Oil Studios.
4: huge fun this weekend at the Southern Ohio Forest Rally. I went to visit friends and one put me to work. I found myself hosting some events including the special stage at the end. At one point I had the center section of the grandstands stand and boo another section that wasn't participating with enough gusto. <laughs> Great fun. I was fascinated though with James Robinson a Honda engineer who's won three B-Spec championships and a Honda Fit. This weekend he had a completely stock four-door honda civic it was so stuck it still had an operating air conditioner and tinted windows he finished second in two-wheel drive with co-driver brian Penza. an added note honda got its first global rallycross win sunday after two years of trying maybe the rally shop should share some notes with the f1 guys <laughs> peace
5: motorsports radio
3: redefined hey cat owners stop killing the earth yeah you heard me right you've done angelic work by rescuing cats from death row now do your part to save the planet dump your old clay litter part of eight billion pounds of waste clogging up landfills yearly and go to catspotlitter.com order the all-natural all-organic cat spot litter It's made of 100% coconut, it's long-lasting, it eliminates odors, and only weighs 5 pounds. Oh, and delivered to your door for just $15 a month with free delivery. Hello? Look, unlike old, dusty, heavy clay litter that we're so used to, Cat Spot Litter's work is not over when the litter box needs to be changed. When your Cat Spot Litter has run its course, you dump it in your garden, your lawn, compost it. It contains natural nutrients and absorbs water. You've saved a cat's life. Now go save the planet at catspotlitter.com. Your cat will thank you and the planet thanks you. Organic, odor eliminating, and just 15 bucks a month. Catspotlitter.com.
1: Now, everybody needs a little motorsports fix from time to time, right? Well, then turn on MAV-TV, a network with roots deep in the automotive world and an incredible lineup of motorsports events and exclusive automotive reality shows like Gears, Chopcut Rebuild, Drag Boats, Off-Road, Sprint Cars, Motocross, Pro Pulling League. It's all on MAV-TV. It's the answer for all motorheads. You don't get MAV-TV? Then call your local provider now. For more information, check them out at mavtv.com. MAV-TV
6: is motorsports. Looking for more performance out of your car or truck? Looking to do it without breaking the bank? Then look no further than Lucas Octane Booster. Just one little bottle can increase the boost from your turbocharger while promoting a clean fuel burn for lower emissions. Lucas Octane Booster is a genuine engine performance enhancer that is safe for turbos, oxygen sensors and catalytic converters. It stops the knocks while raising MPG and high compression engines. Not bad
1: from one little red bottle. With 2.7 million miles of paved roads and 1.4 million miles of unpaved roads in the U.S., where will your Continental Tires take you? Continental Tires' new Terrain Contact AT is the ideal all-terrain tire for CUV, SUV, and light trucks and will get you where you need to go. Traction Plus technology gives you the durability to conquer dirt, gravel, and grass while also providing a quiet, comfortable ride on pavement. For more information, visit
4: ContinentalTire.com. Continental Tire, for what? You do. Are you tired of all the hassles that come with just shining your tires? Introducing the No Mess Tire Dressing Applicator. No mess on the rim, no harmful chemicals on your hands. Simply spray your favorite dressing on this specially formulated foam and apply with precision. Then store it away in its own unique case for quick and easy cleanup. Get four No Mess Applicators now for only $9.99 at BuyNoMess.com
0: Introducing Lucas Oil Racing You're listening
8: to Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. The sun can make your outdoor deck and patio space so hot and uncomfortable you can't use it.
1: The Soul Studios, Crash Gladys, Statman, Kenny Sargent. Follow us on Twitter. We're there on Facebook and, of course, the website, SpeedFreaks.tv. And if you have a very long complaint or love letter that you want to send me, you just email it, pitcrew at SpeedFreaks.tv. Worked with this dude many, many years ago with, was it Bobby Labonte? Yes. Yeah, it was Bobby Labonte back in the day. Uh, So what's he been doing since then? Well, he's been gathering just over a thousand facts in fact a thousand to one nascar facts cars tracks milestones personalities and your author is john close john why a thousand one facts of nascar with this book and not seventeen thousand <laughs> <laughs> well
13: i'd like to think there's darn near seventeen thousand because every one of the thousand and one facts has uh you know, multiple elements to it. So each one is four or five facts in itself. But actually, uh, Kenny, the the people at Car Tech Books in uh, Minneapolis, St. Paul, approached me about writing this book. And it's part of a series. Um, the original book uh, that was in the series was 1001 a, a uh, Muscle Car Facts, written by Steve Magnantes. And I think everybody knows who he is. He's the dude that Stands in front of all the cars on the Barrett Jackson auction and just knows everything about every one of them. So uh, they started with that, and then they did a thousand and one Harley facts and a thousand and one Mustang facts, and uh, I think there's drag racing facts in there as well. And they decided they wanted to do a NASCAR book uh, of a thousand and one facts. So they had the format, and uh, they were gracious enough to call me and ask me if I wanted to write it.
3: See, that's the thing of all the writers and all the PR people in NASCAR and even all the people behind the scenes that have maybe never written before but could have some pretty dang good facts. They chose you. That is awesome because now you, John Close, are number one in sales in all of automotive on Amazon.com because of this.
13: Yeah, Absolutely stunning to me, Crash. You know, I saw it. Thought- that the book would do well and and you hope that it'll do well but right out of the gate it it shot up on amazon to uh, number one in new releases in automotive and by the second day it was number one in automotive racing history and then uh you know uh number one nascar book on amazon.com and and these are all based on sales so um people are buying it um i didn't really have that kind of success with my other books but For whatever reason, this one has really struck a chord, and uh, and people uh, are going out and buying it.
3: What do you think the difference is? Because yeah, your first book I think was a book on Tony Stewart from indie phenom to NASCAR superstar. What do you think the difference is between this book and that book and others?
13: Well, a lot of it I think uh, has to do with the format crash. You know, it's um, uh, it's really easy to read. It's factoid format, Um, so you can sit down and look at it for five minutes, or you can sit down and look at it for an hour or so. Um, a couple people actually told me that it resembled an uncle John's bathroom reader. And they were kind of apologetic <laughs> for saying that, but honestly, those are great books. I love those books, you know, because again, it's, it's factoid format. It's easy to read. They're fun books to read. Um, it, the book doesn't take itself too seriously, obviously, Um, So I just think a lot of it has to do with format. And also uh, um, because it's all-encompassing NASCAR as opposed to, you know, my first book obviously appealed to Tony Stewart fans. Uh, My second book appealed to fans of the truck series. So Mm, this is more encompassing as a community. And uh, I just think because of the format and the broader nature of it, it has more appeal.
1: Freak Nation, his name John Close, the author of One Thousand One NASCAR Facts, cars, tracks, milestones, personalities, evidently doing quite well on Amazon.com. But the bitch for me, though, John, is you got a thousand and one facts, meaning you got to double, triple, and quadruple check your facts because you know NASCAR fans they will call your butt out if you got a fact wrong.
13: Well, that's a, that is also a fact, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> NASCAR Nation is pretty good at. Uh, you know, telling you to pit when you got a problem. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to be honest about it. We've we've looked through the first edition here, and there are some errors in it. I mean, when you have 150,000 words uh, condensed into 1,001 facts and 125 photos, you know, there's going to be some typos. There's some things here, but uh, the good people at CarTech have already told me we're, we're definitely going to go to a second printing of this. So we're already making those edits. And and frankly, you know, if somebody finds an error, I mean, we we need to know about it, um, because I, I definitely want this to be as uh, factual as it possibly can be.
3: What? Yeah, but when you're talking about personalities, I mean, that's part of the book is personalities. I mean, facts can be used very loosely.
13: Oh, for sure. And, and I really love the breakdown on this book, um, the personalities part. Initially, we talked about doing just drivers, but we decided to make that an area called pit pass because there are so many different personalities that contributed uh, to the history of NASCAR, right down to uh, Jocko Flacco, a monkey that used to ride shotgun with Tim Flock in the 1950s. And, and you know, there's, there's all kinds of stories, whether it's uh, owners, mechanics, uh, sponsors, those kind of things, in addition to the drivers and we certainly wanted to include all of those stories or as many of them as we could. So uh, it's a pretty cool history book. The first chapter is actually entitled BNR, Before NASCAR Ruled. And it covers auto racing in the United States from basically the turn of the century through uh, up until the 1940s when NASCAR evolved out of it. And I, think, I think it was important to tell those stories and those facts as well um, to set the stage as to, you know what nascar became and and then after that again it, it's a really easy format to follow you know it's by decades, so if you have a personal part of nascar that you particularly like whether it was the 60s 70s 80s uh it's really easy to access and really easy to read
1: john close join the freaks and again it's a great read freak nation 1001 nascar facts cars tracks milestones personalities you've already given a hell of a story in regards to the snappy little monkey riding in the car are there Current drivers, or maybe a driver or two that's recently retired, that you have some interesting facts on them?
13: Well, um, without giving the book away, there's, there really are. There's a lot of interesting facts. Uh, the, the older ones, a lot of people don't know too much about. Some of the newer ones are a little more uh, well known. But um, certain things, statistical anomalies, were, were for instance, we had a, a, a string of like four or five straight years where the person who won the most races in the, whatever it was, in NASCAR, Winston Cup, Nextel, Sprint, you know, it changed there for a bit. <laughs> um, the, the driver that won the most races the year before didn't win a single race the following year for four consecutive seasons.
11: Whoa. Um,
13: just just really all kinds of stuff all over, personal stories, uh, individual stories. The, the first, you know, one that I really like is the first win for Ford ever in NASCAR, uh, after Bill France formed the uh, um, the uh, Strictly Stock division was by a guy named Jimmy Florian. So it was not only his first win, it was Ford's first win, but the rest of the story is, is it was on a really hot day in Ohio, so he drove the entire race without a shirt on. Um, there's just <laughs> stories like that all over the place that um, have little tales to the story that kind of um, make them more interesting and uh, flush out the book. So... I'm really proud of it. Uh, it was fun to research. I have so many people that contributed. Um, uh, Legends of the sport people that, that uh, contributed. Gober Soseby, uh his family gave me stuff. The Flock family gave me stuff. The Georgia Racing Hall of Fame opened up their archives. University of North Carolina, Charlotte. It was so fun, guys, to see so many of these great racing artifacts. And, and if you're a racing junkie like I am, like you guys are, just to hold some of these things to touch some of these trophies and in some of the memorabilia that went with all these collections was was just mind-boggling it was so much fun to do it and um, i think it comes through in the book maybe that's one of the reasons why it's doing so well Is i just had so much fun researching and writing it and i i think the final text bears that out
1: a thousand and one nascar facts your author john close number one new release in automotive racing on amazon.com and i think that that one of the thousand and one i don't let's just go and spill the beans the fact that you say that dale earnhardt jr is not retiring after this year he's going to be (laughs) racing for another another five years (laughs) i can't believe you waited this long to to put it out
13: You know, when you got a scoop like that, it's really hard to sit on it. But,
10: uh,
13: you know, um, there's, there's a bunch of junior stuff in there. There's all kinds of, there's plenty of photos of him. There's, you know, I knew his father, Dale Sr., pretty well being in the garage area all those years. And there's certainly plenty of stories about him as well. Um, so, you know, if you're a Petty fan or if you're an Earnhardt fan or if you're a fan of any of the new drivers, I mean, there's, there's stuff about Bill and Chase Elliott. Uh, it's a pretty wide-ranging book, and um, uh, again, it was just a joy to, uh, to write it and uh, to be in the garage area Friday and Saturday during the All-Star weekend here and, and uh, see the reaction of people across the sport and how much they appreciated it was, uh, was really pretty humbling,
10: guys.
1: John, we appreciate you doing this, 1001 NASCAR Facts, and again, you can get it on Amazon.com.
3: And we're going to give one away.
1: Yeah, follow us on Twitter, at Speed Freaks. Now, what's the next 1001, 1001 NASCAR drivers wearing male rompers? (laughs) God, no. (laughs)
13: Wow. You know, I mean... The driver's suits have definitely changed. Maybe that is. <laughs> no. It, it, at the end of the day, Kenny, it's where can they put the sponsor logo? I mean, uh, as long as it's fireproof and safe and they can put a sponsor logo on it, man, they'll wear anything.
3: No, no,
1: right no. <laughs> hey, John, good luck to you, buddy. Thanks for doing this. Appreciate you having me. man. on that note, are you familiar with these new male rompers that are
4: going around? You've mentioned it a couple of times, but I'm not I'm not entirely clear. It's not like yeah. a union suit, is it? It's what the hell is a union suit. Well a union suits
3: a onesie too, right?
4: Yeah, that's the onesie you've seen him in the cartoons where it's got a flap in the back and and you know <laughs> that's like buttons that. up the front.
3: No, but it's instead not of like it that. it is kinda like that, but instead of it being long pants, it's shorts. And it's, yeah, it's, it, it's a union suit for dude union suit dudes that just happens to be shorts.
1: You don't have a flap in the back though to take a dump.
3: I don't know. I haven't seen the back. No, you
1: don't. I think women started wearing these rompers, and they're just not sexy on a lot of women. And evidently there's a there's a company that started a GoFundMe, something of that yes. nature, and and got enough money to fund the production of these male rompers. It's a freaking one. It's just ridiculous, man. And it's
3: <laughs> <laughs> they're it's, horrible. Damn, people
1: are clamoring for it. So yeah, man. Do uh, they I'm only sell them at Walmart? No, uh, Walmart. Online, no. hundred and ten, uh, hundred
4: twenty bucks.
3: Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, and that price as well. Forget it. Yeah. Maybe if they were twenty bucks, somebody would buy them. But oh, uh, hundred and ten. A,
4: a thousand and one things that you shouldn't be seen in. That's what his next book is going to be. <laughs> yeah,
3: romp him. The male
1: rompers.
4: <laughs> How about this, Freak
1: Nation? How about ordering some fries and getting a little mustard? gas on those fries. Ew. That's next. Not much motorsports. Speed Freaks Pits and the Lucas Oil Studio. Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Way to find.
0: It's called a tune-up in a bottle for good reason. One little bottle added to every tank of fuel will do the work of a team of mechanics. The powerful combination of oils and additives in Lucas Fuel Treatment cleans and lubricates the entire fuel system while increasing power and fuel economy because it's burning excess exhaust emissions. Lucas Oil Fuel Treatment is the best and simplest way to get your vehicle to perform at its peak and keep the army of mechanics away a little longer.
3: Hey, cat owners, stop killing the earth. Yeah, you heard me right. You've done angelic work by rescuing cats from death row. Now do your part to save the planet. Dump your old clay litter, part of 8 billion pounds of waste clogging up landfills yearly, and go to catspotlitter.com. Order the all-natural, all-organic Catspot Litter. It's made of 100% coconut. It's long-lasting. It eliminates odors and only weighs 5 pounds. Oh, and delivered to your door for just $15 a month with free delivery hello look unlike old dusty heavy clay litter that we're so used to cat spot litter's work is not over when the litter box needs to be changed when your cat spot litter has run its course you dump it in your garden your lawn compost it it contains natural nutrients and absorbs water you've saved a cat's life now go save the planet at catspotlitter.com your cat will thank you and the planet thanks you organic odor eliminating and just 15 bucks a month catspotlitter.com
1: The Extreme Contact Sport is Continental Tire's newest ultra-high-performance summer tire. Tested to the limits by championship-winning race car drivers, the Extreme Contact Sport satisfies the most demanding driver. This dynamic street tire was built for car enthusiasts and engineered for extreme grip in dry and wet conditions. Whether it's a Sunday drive on the open road or you need to get to and from work, this tire is for what you do. For more information, visit ContinentalTire.com. That's ContinentalTire.com. Continental Tire, proud partner with the Freaks.
0: unlimited 24 7 motorsports app now you can watch all your favorite motorsports anytime anywhere get the finest in grassroots racing national events live coverage behind the scenes action and interviews you won't see anywhere else there's also automotive how-to shows and some of motorsports biggest names like dave disbane hosting the legends and current superstars of racing for more information visit lucasoilracing.tv Lucas Oil racing TV. grab it and hold
4: on tight Are you tired of all the hassles that come with just shining your tires? Introducing the No Mess Tire Dressing Applicator. No mess on the rim, no harmful chemicals on your hands. Simply spray your favorite dressing on the specially formulated foam and apply with precision. Then store it away in its own unique case for quick and easy cleanup. Get four No Mess Applicators now for only $9.99 at BuyNoMess.com.
9: 64.
12: All black magic has me in its spell All black magic
3: that you weave so well
1: Ah, yeah, the sweet, sultry sounds of The same
3: old witchcraft
1: Music that was recorded on a On a Bacchus <laughs> Where did you find that? That ain't me. That ain't me.
3: Jerry up in San Francis.
1: That's my man Jerry. When I say could we have some bumper music that maybe post nineteen sixty?
4: From this from this century, huh?
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean he had some skinner in there from Street Survivors, which is pretty bitchin'. But again that's from nineteen seventy six.
4: Well yeah, it's all right. Hell. At least I was alive when it came out. And see, that shows you how that shows you how forward thinking I am. People complain about me being too political. Mm-hmm. But you play something that old black magic and I find it refreshing and wonderful. <laughs> <laughs>
12: <laughs>
1: That's how we roll in the freak nations. Right? <laughs> That's how who who Jerry, who sings that? Oh, of course. Yeah, I know Louis Prima, but but not Kenny Smith. Ah, bam! That's what the hell I'm talking about, baby? Not, not much motorsports. motorsports. Not much motorsports. Helio oh. or Helio. Not not not. not, not, not.
3: Well, not only that. Much, much, much. <laughs> thank you, I love you. And
6: headlining the party.
8: The
3: douchebags. Most. Not much motorsports. You're <laughs> Not much motorsports. <laughs>
1: All right, the sultry sounds are telling me something good here in the Freak Nation. All right, so how about a little mustard gas on your fries? Servers at a Wendy's fast food restaurant in Coon Rapids, Minnesota.
4: Say a woman sprayed Wow. <laughs> what the wow the mind boggles are, how they came up with that name. Oh. In
1: Minnesota. <laughs> oh.
3: Okay.
1: It's, it's this is Coon Rapids, Minnesota, not Indiana. All hey. right. Uh, say a woman sprayed them with mace during a dispute over stale French fries. According to the criminal complaint, when police arrived, employees told him, Iram Chanel Amir Dixon ordered at a drive-thru and insisted her french fries be fresh. During an ensuing argument over the fries' freshness, servers said Dixon reached through the window and then an em- employee retaliated by throwing a soda at the bras. <laughs>
4: Uh, that wasn't yeah. in South Central, was it? That was uh-uh. in Coon Rapids, Minnesota. All righty.
1: Statman, we're just going to send you there so you can do the show there from a Sunday night. Just to say you're in that's. Coon Rapids.
4: <laughs> that's a that's a heck of a port of call, you know. Right. Live from Coon Rapids. Minnesota. How do you say <laughs> that without laughing? Right.
1: Where, where are you from, buddy? I'm from Coon Rapids. Oh, Yo, you're from the C.R.? So, Dixon then grabbed her mace canister and sprayed it into the drive-thru window, according to employees. The manager of the restaurant was hit directly in the face. Another employee was also hit. Dixon faces one charge: uh, the use of tear gas to immobilize. No charges were filed about the thrown soda.
4: Yep. Yep,
3: There it is.
1: That's how we rolled as a prig nation.
4: Coon Rapids <laughs> That's my hometown. Don't be talking about my hometown. there, buddy. I'm from NICE Coon accent. Rapids. <laughs> oh my God. You know what? The mayor
1: of Coon Rapids. So this surprise you stat man? Maybe related to the Coke brothers. His name is Jerry Coke.
4: No, I think he's more likely related to john and jerry meth and he hits to the coast <laughs> in 1835
1: the red river Ox Kirk trail was laid to establish military trade connections between minneapolis and anoka the city until it was sort that incorporated into the Co- okay there it is what when the dam was built the anoka township renamed itself coon rapids coon creek rapids Later shortened to Coon Rapids. Coon was, Creek. Yeah.
4: Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. It gets better and better.
3: <laughs> to, I got something good here.
4: Today, the, uh,
1: it's not saying, oh, I'm bastards. What do you got, Crasher?
3: Fortunately, the three of us don't have to worry about miserable commutes, but for those people who do have a long drive to and from work. You're in luck because you can now get Art President Donald Trump's voice on your GPS. Sweet. Thanks to the Carta GPS company, they've added a Donald Trump voice impersonator to its repertoire. That <laughs> oh is God. greatness. Can you imagine though? Turn left. Oh wait, I said right. Sad. Believe me, <laughs> you don't want to make a U-turn. You're a nut job. What? <laughs> or you have reached your destination. Let's make navigation great again.
1: Wow! I, know, I know you had that in you, crasher.
3: I'm huge. This turn right here, huge. <laughs> just get on the highway. The 101. It's huge. It's awesome. <laughs> oh, why would anybody do this? Why? Why?
1: <sighs> Stat man, just so you're. One last note on Coon Rapids.
3: Oh, you won't get over this, will you? Uh, just this, uh,
4: that name invokes so much.
3: I know, it's ridiculous. Hey,
4: af- the, after being in uh, Trump country <laughs> for the last four days, Coon Rapids would sound like one of the garden spots over there. Uh, uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, according to the 2000 uh, census, uh, the racial makeup of the city was 93% white. Oh, Two percent African American and 0.67 Native American, 1.6 Asian, 0.59 Pacific Islander, and Hispanic or Latino of any race were 1.51. Coon Rapids. Yeah.
4: yeah Coon Rapids is probably not a place that a lot of black people are going to move to. Mm-mm. Where you move to, Bud? Doing <laughs> <laughs> <Turn> right, huge. <laughs> Coon Rapids. Huge. <laughs> <Ew. laughs> That's good, Crash. I'm going to make you the official Trump. Trump. No! The- no, no.
1: Remember to I shoot declined. the juice to the moose. And what is that stat, man? Cut it loose. <laughs> See ya.
11: Steve Motorsports Radio. Way to